morning, ladies and gentlemen. This is WTBR 89.7 FM, Pittsfield's Community Radio, and you're listening to Stuff, a show about tips, hints, hacks, a joke or two. Listen in every Thursday morning. Here we go. And here we are. Here we are. Do I have anything in my teeth? Um, 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 gums. I just, good morning. Good morning. How are you? I'm doing much better. You know what? What? This is WTBR 89.7. Really? <laughs> yes. And we're oh. going to make sure that we repeat that many times so that you will have that drilled, just drilled into your head. And you will know that you, you have to check in and, and listen to this all the time. All the time to lift you up or bring you down. We have no control. Nope. Over that? Nope. And today is beautiful out? We don't even have control over ourselves. We don't. <laughs> we, we don't. You know, uh, did you have, you have something anxious that you want to read. You're anxiously holding that paper. <laughs> have you ever called anybody a fathead? No. <laughs> fathead? Uh -huh. No. Yes. yes. Is that one of those things you're going to share with us that's a bad thing, really bad? No. That came from another origin that means something horrible? No. Okay. I have, I have to admit that I have called somebody a fathead. <laughs> he deserved it. I actually think it's, it's adorable. You're a fathead. I mean, that could be very, it could be much worse. Well, somebody thought he was so muscular and, and wonderful and everything else, and my sister said, no, you're not. There's not an ounce of fat on your body. It's all in your head. And then you said, fathead. <laughs> well, the thing is, it's true. He's a fathead. No, we all oh, are. We're all fatheads? We are all fatheads. You're going to blow my mind. Your brain is 60% minimum fat. What? Fat. It's the least your brain is. 60%. It's the fattest organ in your body. Not a chance. I've seen... I know. <laughs> oh, wait, wait. Huh? It's uh, an organ. Uh, uh, yeah. An organ. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. So even if we have bellies or tushies... Doesn't make any difference. It's not an organ. That's right. Dun, 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 dun. Omega-3 and omega-6 are good for your brain because they have... Fats in them. Okay. Your brain is more active when you're sleeping, which is explains a lot about some of the people that we have to deal with. <laughs> <laughs> and your brain cannot feel pain. There are no pain receptors in your brain. It, so the pain is... It is uh, you could stab your brain and it wouldn't hurt. So maybe that explains why I have heard some people who have brain surgery have little pain. It's the layers of the muscles and the skin around the around brain. Around the brain. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. That. Mm -hmm. So a headache mm -hmm. is not the brain. Mm -mm. It's all around the brain. Mm -hmm. But the brain must send messages to itself mm -hmm. to tell us that. Isn't it a wonderful thing? Yes, <laughs> it is. And you know what? And it's crazy because today I actually had something in here. About brains? About the brain. Um, <gasps> okay. And uh, that's all I've got about the brain. The rest right. of it is just... Well, we'll have a little treat later because I have a little it. ditty about the brain. Oh, cool. But I wanted to say yes. that this morning mm -hmm. I went to the car wash. I need to do that. And I pulled out. Car's all clean, but it's still kind of wet. Mm -hmm. And I drive down Tyler Street. And what are they doing? <gasps> Working in the road. Oh. Jackhammering in the road. Oh, dusty, dusty. And I'm looking ahead and I'm seeing the billowing clouds <gasps> of dust and dirt. Oh, no way to turn Floating off. gently through the air. And I'm just headed for it. <gasps> and I think, you got to be kidding me. <laughs> I Aww. go through this and now I have this nice little gentle sprinkling Sheen. of dirt on my car well mine is covered with pollen yes i have three crab apple trees yes all in beautiful brew i bet they're they're gorgeous i bet they are smell is wonderful i love it but they are all over my car yes so what did i do 
I took a spray bottle and went out and tried to see if I could remove some of it. And, of course, it just made it look even dirtier because yeah. now it's streaky. Now it's streaky. And you did it with a spray bottle oh, on your windshield? Uh, well, on the car door <laughs> and that kind of thing and a little bit on the front. I think you need a hose. I think so. Or that. Yeah. I actually have that all over my deck mm. and, and have to spray it all off. And it comes right back. It because does. it's, you know, a few more hours and we yep. have more that appears. The more beautiful flowers you get, the more. Hey, it's okay. It's a price to pay for the flowers. I'm good with it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I have something else to tell you. What? I bought this morning at, and I will say, Dunkin' Donuts. Oh, okay. Beyond Sausage Breakfast Sandwich. Beyond Breakfast Sausage Beyond sandwich. Sausage. Oh, Beyond Sausage. So it's fake sausage. Uh-huh. And I oh. thought of you. Oh. Because I'd never had it before. And I ate it in the car on my way here. Yes. And it was delicious. Dunkin' Donuts? Yep. Beyond Sausage. Yes. Ooh. It was really good. It gave the texture, the taste you expect, the uh-huh. spices, and the all the flavor. Yeah. It really was very, very good. I'm starting to drool. And it has cheddar cheese on it, but I'll tell you a trick. Oh, I can't do the cheese. You can leave it off. Okay. You can just have egg and sausage. Yeah. And I've had some fake American cheese. It's not good. No. I I tried that. I don't like it. No. It's even fun in color. Ask them to to double toast your English muffin. Double toast? Yes, because when you get a breakfast sandwich from anywhere, it's all about the, the crunch you want the crunch of Not the... really. I like doughy. You like doughy? I like oh, doughy. Oh, I'm a crunch girl. Okay. I want the crunch. So I got a double-toasted Beyond Sausage breakfast sandwich that I couldn't wait to tell you was so good because I know you don't eat meat. Right. It was really good. Oh, I'm going to have to try that. Yes, it was very good. And I had one more thing. Yes. I was at Home Depot, and I was bringing dirt to my car, bags of dirt to, to my car in the carriage, <laughs> three, three big, big bags of dirt. I love it when people say that because <laughs> my backyard is full of it. <laughs> I know, and we're buying dirt. <laughs> and I get to my car, and there's a Walmart employee. You know how they're close together, yeah. the stores. Yeah. And he looked at me, and he said, would you like some help? And I said, well, this is from Home Depot. I kind of felt, <laughs> kind of felt bad. <laughs> and he said, that's okay. Aww. And he, this home, the, the Walmart. Yeah. Yep. He helped me put, and you know what? I bought the, the bags. They were the last three bags. And uh-huh. they were damaged bags. So one Ooh. of them actually was open on the end. So hint out there, a suggestion for all of you that see that kind of thing. They gave me a discount. <gasps> at Home Depot because the bags were open. Ooh. So that was cool. So he was so careful to put them in my car so that the dirt didn't spill out and folded the top over. Did you tip it? I did. And I said to him, I know it's not much, but hey, he said, hey, you know what? I didn't expect anything. Thank you so much. And I just thought, you know, there's so much kindness out there like there that. Is. There is. That we don't focus on. And it happens every single day. I love it. I love it. And we can make it happen mm-hmm. by being mm-hmm. kind to other people like that. Yes, we and can. And you hear of all the turmoil and all the you know the horrible things that are happening. And yes, oh, I know they're real. And I'm not trying to be a like an over optimistic or positive person. But you know there is all of the trouble and there is all of the joy too. If you look for trouble, you'll find it. That's true. And if you look for joy, you'll find it. And the, this, this really uh, makes me feel so good because I realize every day I am running into things like that that mm-hmm. I have to focus on because mm-hmm. there's still so much good in people. And that's what I have to say. Amen to that. This sounds like it's going to be a day <laughs> to remember. Okay. I've checked off all my boxes. Okay. Car wash and dust, Beyond Sausage, and wonderful Home Depot experience with a Walmart employee. Can't do better. Mm-hmm. Well, I have real news and I have fake news. And I love it. And I'm going to get this one right. I feel it. I feel it in okay. my fingers. I feel it in my toes. Okie doke. As long as you don't feel it in your nose. No. <laughs> we have two stories. A high-tech fork. Fork, F-O-R-K? F-O-R-K, creates a no-slurping zone. Tired of listening to someone slurp their noodles? 
A new noise-canceling <laughs> fork uses your smartphone to hide the sound. What? How about that? <laughs> what? <laughs> you don't have to listen to... The smartphone okay. will cancel it out for you. Okay. And the second one? Uh-huh. New maple syrup that's non-sticky. Tired of stickiness while eating pancakes? A new type of maple syrup isn't sticky at all, though the consistency has been described as weird. Mm-hmm. So it's, you know. Weird. You can go for non-sticky or non-slurping. <laughs> non-slurping or non-sticking. It's slurping or sticking. There you go. I'll tell you something. I, I have to do real maple syrup, and it's all there is to it. I like the real um. stuff. I like the real stuff from the tree. Just call me. Do you me. ever tap a tree? Do I ever tap a tree? I've done some needlework, um, done some crocheting. What the heck has that got to do with tapping you, a tree? Oh, ta- I thought you said tapestry. Oh. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> oh, this is going to be a day. I've never tapped a tree, but there's a place on New Lenox Road that's so cute, and it's a little maple syrup place, and it's a little store, and they bring you out back, and they show you all the trees, and they have all the tubes uh-huh. running from tree to tree to tree, yeah. and they're tapping all the trees, and it goes into this thing, and they cook the syrup, and it's yummy. And you can get dark or light, or well, I think they're amber. Fancy. Yeah, yum, yum. Did you ever tap a tree? Yes. I had one in the house I used to live in that was right in my, Hear that? my front yard. No. Yes. You put a bucket on it? Yeah, I did. It, so did you just hang the bucket on a nail? No, it wasn't a nail. It was a hook with uh, an S-curve so that it would hold the, the thing. But it, it does. It just comes through. But but you had a little hose or a little tube or a little pipe? Or how does the sap come out? It oozes out where you stick it in. Okay, so it oozes out where you stick in the tube? Is it a little hollow tube? Uh, that you hammer in I there? I suppose some of them do. <laughs> never take it. <laughs> okay. Well, it's got to come out of a tube. Doesn't it I, come out I of a got, tube? I got sap. You I g- don't remember. It was years ago, but I got sap. And how much did you get? Maybe a bucketful. And then how much did that turn into once you boiled it out? I didn't, <laughs> didn't, didn't turn it over. I drank it as it was. You drank it? <laughs> oh. It tastes so good. It's sweet water. It's sweet water. Well, yes, because the consistency is water. It's it's delicious. Mm-hmm. So I wonder how much do you get out of a bucket when you properly... A teaspoon. A teaspoon from one bucket. That's a, a lot of work. Yeah, it is. Oh, I love it. Love it, love it. Love <laughs> it. But this is on the right track for me because all my stuff today is about plants. Not maple. Not maple. And, and not tapestry. That's no. another day. Yes. Oh, thank God. Opening God. Go. Me? So this is from bornrealist.com. Oh, so it said here, when I was growing up, I was told over and over that there were three things you should never, ever, ever talk about. Really? Mm-hmm. Want to guess? Uh, death? No. Oh. <clears throat> Wait. <gasps> what? Politics. <laughs> Isn't that apropos? <laughs> Want to guess another one? <laughs> I guess nobody's playing by the rules on that one. <laughs> Religion. Amen, yes. Okay. And one more. Um, oh, I don't know. Money, money, money. Ooh, you're not supposed to talk about money? I guess you're not supposed to talk about money. I want some, though. I know. So I guess it's okay to talk about the fact that you want some. Okay. But I think maybe you don't talk about money as I far have, as how much I money. I don't have. Right. How much okay. do you earn? What's your pay? I would never ask somebody, what do they get paid? Well, the one thing is that women should ask men more often what they make because there's such a discrepancy between the two. Oh, yes. But now, if you're an employee, is that a violation to ask an, another uh, employee? Could be. No matter who it is, could what? how be. much do you make? And of course, then, you could always ask your boss, but they can lie. Yes. That's a tough one. Mm-hmm. So don't talk about, according to bornrealist.com, okay. don't talk about politics, religion, or 
money. Well, politics and religion is a, is a no-go for my family anyway because we are so dysfunctional that it doesn't work. It just <laughs> makes everybody angry, so we just don't do it. Uh-huh. Yeah, and, and we tough. can walk out smiling. Yes, yes, just take it off the table. Okay. All right. I have... Ten simple steps to help revive a dead or dying plant. This I just started. Oh, putting I need them. to write this down. I used to, I just started putting mine outside during the day. Yes, and, and and it's wonderful. I love it. When it comes to plants, dead is a relative term. It may look like your plant is a goner, but when you take a closer look, that might not actually be the case. You should also check the roots. Healthy roots should appear plump and be white to tan in color with white tips. If so, you're able, you can, you can bring that back. How do you check the roots without pulling it out? You have to unpot it. You have to unpot it, probably gently, you know, rip it out. No, you don't rip it out because you want you to just save the root. Unpot it, or you can do this outside mm-hmm, if mm-hmm. it's in the dirt. Look at the root, and if the root looks healthy, yep. you put it back in. You can, you can. Bring that baby back. I love bringing back um, plants that okay. look dead. Okay. I, I have that experience quite often. How many plants do you have at your house? Oh, my gosh. Oh, uh, you mean flowers? No, just plants in general. Oh, probably 100 because I've got my garden ready to go. Uh-huh. Everything's in the house. I've got a tomato plant that's a foot high in my house. Yeah. Yes. I, and I'll put those in the garden. Then I have flowers. But I'm really, I'm a bad waterer <gasps> i i neglect sometimes to water oh, and that's dear, why dear, i'm familiar dear. with doing the cpr well we hear on stuff yes on wtbr fm the 89.7 community radio will tell you some of the reasons you can take care of that first one <laughs> check if you've underwatered since you brought it up just like overwatering, it's also easy to underwater. The plant will begin to wilt, leaves start to dry out and brown at the tips and turn brown, dry, die, and drop off. And mm-hmm. the soil also will crack and pull away from the edges of the plant. Have you seen that? <laughs> That's the story of my life. It's <laughs> the story of my gardening life. Okay, obviously you got to water them, but, <laughs> but... If a plant has been severely underwatered, a quick way to revive it is to let it soak in water for a few hours. Many plants go from droopy and sad to beautiful, lush and perky in just one day with this method. That sounds perfect, and it makes sense. And I have heard that when the soil is so bad where it's cracked Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. or it's pulling away from the pot, Mm -hmm. if you water it from the top, it will seem like you're giving it a lot of water but it's actually going around the pot coming Mm -hmm. out the drip hole in the bottom and you Mm -hmm. think you've soaked it but the inside is still bone dry yep so soaking it and allowing it to suck suck up the water fill your bathtub well not fill but your bathtub put some water in your bathtub that's big enough to let your plants sit in it and put all of them whatever the ones you're having trouble with in the bathtub and let them sit there for an hour or two. Can I put some bathtub toys in there too? You can put the toys, but don't put any bath salts. Rubber duckies? <laughs> Rubber ducky, you're so fine. <laughs> Does it hurt when you <laughs> do that? Rubber ducky, I'm awfully fond of you. Good, because I didn't know what that was. <laughs> you, well, okay, did your children watch Sesame Street? Once in a while. That's the Rubber Ducky song. Oh. Rubber Ducky. And I forgot who sang it. Ernie? Ernie Burt? One of them. Little little short one, I think. Okay. (laughs) Do you have more tips on that? Oh, I do. All right. Do you want me to go and then you can go? Sure. Because I'm writing these down and I don't want you to forget to keep... Okay. Nope. I got it. Okay. So, this is about learning how to get into a conversation with people. What if you have nothing to talk about? What if you don't know what to talk about? What if you're kind of shy and you like don't really know at a how party? To? Yes. Mm-hmm. So it says being interesting should not be your goal. Ah, really? So, yes, being interesting because that tends to focus on you. Yeah. And you really want to focus on the other person uh-huh. and make them 
seem like they're interesting. And this is all oh. different tactics to get it so that it's, the, the focus is off of you and the pressure is off of you. I like this. Yes. Yeah, so don't worry about being interesting. Okay. Ask people questions <laughs> <easy>. about... <laughs> to tell you i've been to i've known you how long now oh a couple of years it's has it been like 10 oh it's been a while and we've had lunch together yep and i think you're very interesting well thank you so because and when you and i talk we we go back and forth a lot we lunch with us is noisy would be like this (laughs) kind of there's there's no dead silence no i don't i can't do the dead. The, we're, we're going to talk about that later. All right. The all dead, right. The dead all thing. Right. Okay. You all done with that? One? I am. Okay. Now, instead of underwatering, how's this? Is how you check overwatering. Overwatering. Mm-hmm. It is possible to drown your plants. Oh gosh. Overwatered plants will have brown or yellow wilted leaves with moist soil. This will affect the roots, which can start to rot. Yes. Move the plant out of direct sunlight and stop watering until the soil dries out. Out of direct sunlight? Out of direct sunlight. Oh. If the soil is soggy, you may want to change the soil in the pot, but make sure that it completely dries out. Completely. And when you know when you pot plant, sometimes you put little rocks in the bottom of it for drainage and all that good stuff? Don't do that. Why? Because they get closer to the, your roots, and it stays wet in that area, and your roots will be closer to that. If you put a bigger section of soil between your roots and whatever you use for drainage, they will do better. So also, should you poke holes in the bottom of your pot if yes. the pot doesn't have holes in yes. it? Yes, yes, yes. You must have drainage. Otherwise, you you're rotting your plants. You're, you're rotten plants. Mm-hmm. The cotton's rotten. You got it. Oh, my. <laughs> okay. Ask people questions about themselves. It says here, everyone likes to talk about themselves a bit because it's generally easier, easier to talk about For yourself some. rather than things that one might not be aware of. Hmm. You can never go wrong talking about yourself. So when you're talking to strangers and that awkward silence comes up, which Mm -hmm. to me is terrifying. I like it. You do? Yeah. Just ask them something general about themselves. But don't let it be a yes or no thing. Something they have to explain further. Exactly. Ask something that might keep the conversation going on. This would ease them up to make themselves comfortable talking to you. I don't like people who talk about a lot about themselves. Well, that's kind of arrogant. Well, if I said to you, so so tell me about the you you said you've got trees in your yard. Mm-hmm. Do you is it trees for fruit? Now that's a yes or no. See? See, yeah. I made a mistake. Yep. So I would say what kind uh, of trees? What kind of trees? What mm-hmm. kind of fruit? Mm-hmm. So you're not really talking about you. Okay, I can do that. You are engaging in a conversation that someone's interested in you, okay. which is going to make you feel good. It's going to help take the pressure off of me because now I don't have to talk. <laughs> uh, what The thing that I like to do, and, and, and a lot of people get annoyed at it, but it works, is when someone you're talking with is boring you to tears. Oh, gosh, yes. or Or has nothing to say and you're trying to carry the conversation. Stop and look them in the eye and wait. Oh, just stare? Just stare in their, into their eyes and wait. And what happens? Either they walk away or they come up with something. <laughs> How often do they walk away? Not until after the stammering begins. If someone walked away from me, I would take that as personal rejection. But it's because they're uncomfortable? It's because they're uncomfortable. They don't know what to say. And I don't do it to be mean. I really don't. You just are trying to... Trying to share the conversation. And the whole thing about the the silence that I have learned from my wonderful husband, Uh I can... can I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm just thinking husbands wish that they could have silence. Yes. And I can come up with things quickly. Uh-huh. Hear that? Yes, yes. <laughs> he is a thinker. 
So he has to think and process uh-huh. prior to answering a question. Oh, God, that won't work. And I think of that as, fine, you don't want to talk to me? And then every time oh. he'll say, I'm, I'm processing, I'm putting the thought together. So it's... it's, it's uh, you tend to go more by gut reaction. I just go, yeah. I Th- just, that I will just get go. you into trouble. I just, just uh, talk. And um, <laughs> well, speaking of that, you want me to cut her off? I will right now. Here we no, go. No, because I like being here at WTBR 89.7. Do not cut me off. Okay, okay, okay. I've got one more before the break. All right. For a plant that you think is dead, remove the dead leaves. Be ruthless. If leaves are completely brown, they're not coming back. Okay. You want to focus on new growth instead. To remove them, snip the dead leaves with a pair of plant shears or scissors or gently pinch the dead leaves with your fingers. Typically, dead leaves will come off the stem easily, but if you have to tug, make sure you use scissors because you could be pulling out green stuff too. Mm-hmm. Been there, done that. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Just the other day. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, my goodness. Day I shoot. should have been snipping, and I was pulling. <gasps> and, 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 and? It is time for a break. <laughs> is it time for a break? <laughs> mm-hmm. Support for WTBR comes from Greylock Federal Credit Union, proud to support high school arts and sports programs to help our community thrive. Greylock Federal, with locations throughout the Berkshires and online at greylock.org. And from BeFair. BeFair is one of the largest premier human service agencies in Berkshire County. If you're looking for services for a loved one or are interested in caring for the people we support, visit BeFair.org today for available opportunities. Oh, yes! 89.7 WTBR-FM, Pittsfield. Yeah. I was turning down the wrong thing. Sorry that was so loud. But that's, that's okay. Right. This is the day that I am just, you know, skimming by. That's all right. We are here to entertain you. Mm-hmm. You have tuned into WTBR 89.7. Who are we? Who we are, are we? stuff. Oh. That's because we talk about stuff. We sure do. I've told a lot of people recently about our show. Did you? And I've been surprised to hear that people listen to our show. Well, I wasn't surprised. Well, you know, please. people just don't walk up to us and say, hey, listen to your show, because they don't know who we are. Right, right. But, um, I yeah. like being anonymous. I, I do. I like being anonymous, too. That's a new type of animal breed yes. that we won't discuss, because it's a long story. <laughs> long story. So... <laughs> It is. It's a, I don't know what the story is, but it's long. It's it's a long one. So no, I so I was thinking of snipping, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. considering pinching, mm-hmm. and I began pulling. And so when I was taking my hydrangea, every year it seems has this thing where the leaves cup together yeah. and make a little cocoon, Aww. and there's a little worm inside that's oh. destroying my plant. And I I when you see that. You have to pull it off, and I, I there were tons of them, and so I was pulling them, and I was actually pulling the branch. <gasps> and the sad part of the story is my mind kept saying, "Don't do that," <laughs> and my mind kept saying, "You have fingernails, just snip it off," and my hand kept saying, "Ah, pull it and squish it and smash this bug." Are you bipolar by chance? Yes. <laughs> no. <I'm laughs> no. I'm not bipolar. I don't think. There's medicine for that, right? I think so. Yeah, that's good. Okay. All right. Trim back the stems. Now, you think about pulling off the leaves and stuff, but you don't think much about the stems. You'll want to trim stems. She's got her phone on. You want to trim stems back to just the green tissue. Trim back the dead leaves and then take off dead bits of the stem as well. Ideally, you want to take it all the way back to the healthiest bits of the plant, but if the stems are dead, then have at least two inches of them above the soil. Two inches. Mm -hmm. Two inches above. You probably won't see a change right away, but it can take weeks. It's the waiting. It's the waiting. You've got to wait at least a month. Yeah, so sometimes it's better... Just to chuck it. Uh huh. Uh huh. I didn't say it. And replace it because summer is short. 
and you is. want to enjoy the plants. Or maybe, ha- oh, I know, what? you could have a dead flower graveyard in your yard. You could make it really pretty and shove all of these in the graveyard. And the ones that survive, you've got a little graveyard that's for ones that die. Let's have a moment of silence. And ones that come back. I'm not sure what to do with this. (laughs) And if they come back, it's kind of like a miracle. It would be. Yeah. A little dead flower grave. This could be big. Actually, what you're doing is composting. Well, that means that you're going to crush everything up. and Well, you don't have to crush it up. It'll rot itself out. Does your out. compost pile grow things? Oh, yeah. Yeah, because there's compost in there. Uh-huh. You put food and eggshells and coffee grounds and... Well, I'm very particular. I don't put any meat or bones or things like that. you well, just no. got to be real careful about what you put in it. Yeah. So you would put in eggshells, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, coffee grounds. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. You would put in um, pizza? Probably not. What if it doesn't have any meat on it? Cheese. Cheese. Ah, you don't want to grow any cheese in that compost pile. No. Not for my little vegan friend. It will smell. (laughs) You can also talk about, are you ready? Okay. Food. (sighs) Which you know I love to do. Yes. Talk about food. And she is just the slimmest, trimmest little thing you've ever seen. Oh, gosh. You can never go wrong with conversation about food. Food. Have you eaten today? food. (laughs) You haven't? No, I ate a couple of bites, but I I don't eat first thing in the morning. No. No, it doesn't go down well. All right. We don't want you to get, you know, sick or anything. Yes, that's right. We don't want it to come back up. Okay. (laughs) For sure. Okay. When you're talking to strangers, food is something everyone is familiar with, and it can keep the conversation going. It would be even better if that conversation takes place while you're Eating. Really? You can, and especially if it's a stranger, someone that you just met. Hopefully not on the internet because that could possibly end up bad. But mm. maybe someone you just just met or you're Somebody working at the next table. At the next table or you're, you're at work and you sit with someone you've never met before and you're kind of like, what do I talk about? And you can simply start by commenting on the food and things will get smoother from there. That's a good idea, actually. Yeah. I don't have any food things today. Except. Yes, I had the sandwich today. Except. Uh-oh. Then you're going to get all about, well, I can't eat this because. Oh. <laughs> I guess then you'd switch it and say, wow, that's too bad. What can you eat? What are your favorites? Hmm. That's not a bad yeah, turn. Yeah, you always got to just ask the questions. Because I could go on for an hour about that. About what you can't eat? What I can't. Or yep. what you won't eat. And both. Uh-huh. <laughs> There it is. You heard it on WTBR 89.7. We are stuffed. And I ain't stuffed yet. (laughs) Okay. You need to determine if your plant needs more humidity. Some plants need more humidity than others, and just by having dry air will actually hurt your plants. So mist them. Mist them. Mist them. Mist them. Mist them. And and feed them with additional nutrients. Like... Miracle Grow or something like that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. There's something very therapeutic about misting your plants for me. Yeah, misting my plants. Yeah, I don't miss your plants, <laughs> but I will if you want me to. <laughs> There's just something cool about misting plants, and I don't know what it is, but when I mist my plants, I just like it. <laughs> I feel well, hey, there's nothing wrong with <laughs> that. Just, a lot of people probably just, do that. You're yeah. not abnormal or um, anything. <laughs> I wonder if that's a common thing. If you feel I feel better afterwards because I see the plant is wet and it's drinking. Yeah, yeah. Maybe that's it. Maybe mm. it's you're maybe nourishing it's, it. Maybe it's maternal. Oh. I don't know. Maybe. So you know what else you can do when you're trying to carry on a conversation with someone and you're a little bit baffled or a little bit stuck or a little bit... You can rephrase the other person's words. Isn't that kind of mocking them? Well, let's see. (laughs) The biggest reason for awkward silence is finding a common ground when talking to strangers. And Mm -hmm. it can be hard when you are not very knowledgeable about the topic that they're speaking on. Mm -hmm. The best way to do... the, The best... What's best to do in this situation is to rephrase their words and ask them to tell you more about it. This will show them that you are interested in 
the conversation and you'll get to know a thing or two about their topic. So if so the topic in general. So if if someone's talking to if you're talking to someone about doing a radio show, uh-huh. and they are kind of oblivious to jargon and stuff. To the, they would then you say, "Oh yes, I do a radio show on WTBR 89.7 FM. It's a show called Stuff." And then they would say, "Oh, you're on WTBR 89.7 doing that show called Stuff?" <laughs> and then you would say, "Yes, I am." And they could say, "You are? Tell me about it." That's it's it's brilliant. It's brilliant. There should be classes about this. How about clapping? Yes. This is it. Yes. Okay. Yes. I'm so excited. I wish she's, I she's got the energy. I'm going. so excited. Yes. I have some plans that you should not have. Oh, I bet I could guess one. What? So, uh, which one's poisonous to cats? Um, uh, the Christmas one. No. Uh, no. Poinsettia. Poinsettia. No. Aren't no. they poisonous to animals? Only if they eat the whole plant. I have oh, eaten have leaves eat and flowers before. Of a poinsettia? Yes, ma'am. They are not that dangerous. Really? How about lily of the valley? Now you're getting somewhere. Ah. The ones that really should not have when you have pets, and this is, this is going to depress you, tulips. Not a chance. As lovely as they are to look at, tulips are known to cause skin rashes in humans due to the allergen tulipian. Should your pet ingest one, be on the lookout for symptoms including vomiting, depression, diarrhea, hypersalivation. And according to the Prevention for Cruelty to Animals, if you notice these, bring your cat or dog to the vet ASAP. And you probably need to be aware that you have to tell them that there are tulips in your yard. Mm-hmm. How do you know if your cat or your dog are depressed? Mine stretches out on her belly with her legs all. But is that depression? I don't know. <laughs> It just looks like she's depressed. Okay. So tulips. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Tulips are a no-no. Unless you can segregate them from your pets, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. U bushes. W-U-D-U. Y-E-W. Mm-hmm. They, they're used for holiday decorations and everything, but they're deadly. Okay. For both humans. <clears throat> I just turned you off. Thank you. <clears throat> for both humans and animals. You can use poppies instead of use. Uh, use. I, uh, the, uh, I know I was coughing, <laughs> so I missed. It's the green, uh, evergreen kind of thing. Yeah, it's the you yeah. that spreads around. Oh, my gosh. When I bought my house 21 years ago, the whole front landscaping was just grass, g- ground cover. The whole Ooh. thing was yeah. used. And yeah. I had a puppy. I had my dog. And anything happened to the dog? I don't think so. Okay. Okay. Daffodils are bad. Ah! They're pretty and they're sunny, but they're dangerous too, because if a person were to eat one, they could cause vomiting, abdominal cramps, shivering, and sometimes diarrhea. And the same thing happens to your pets, but the bulbs are the most poisonous part. So you don't want your pets to dig them up. Right. But you want to put those bulbs all over the place if you have a groundhog. I have one. And you say, here, little groundhog, here you go. Eat this tulip bulb. Eat this daffodil. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Come here. Witch of the West has (laughs) Come here, little groundhog. (laughs) Holy cow. We went to... You're scaring um, me. We we go to Jamestown, Rhode Island, and and we were there, and, and in Newport, and this was about, oh, I don't know, a month ago. The daffodils are everywhere. Yeah. They even have a daffodil parade. They're beautiful. People plant daffodils everywhere. They're so bright and sunny. Oh, beautiful. And there's fields of daffodil, and there's daffodils in the middle of somebody's lawn. And You'll they never see spread. animals near them. Yep. They spread. Mm-hmm. I didn't mm-hmm. know daffodils spread. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Poof. My head just went poof. Okay. Not a pretty sight. Mm-mm. Okay, what else you got? Talk a little bit about yourself. Uh, my name... No, <laughs> no, no, no. That was an idea of the day here on WTBR 89.7. I don't like my name. Talk a little bit about yourself. If you are an introvert, 
Mm-hmm. Which, are we? Ah, not a chance. <laughs> this might seem like a difficult task, but sharing even the smallest things about yourself can create an easy conversation as it will show the person that you are getting more comfortable and it will open them up too. Aww. When talking to strangers, they're more likely to remember the awkward silence <laughs> instead of the conversation. So if you want them to remember, open up a little. Now, you know, they say, are you an introvert or extrovert? I think there can be a combination of the two, because I'm an introvert until I get to know you. And I'm an introvert, believe it or not, at things like cocktail parties, uh, gathering where you're all standing, holding a plate of food and a coffee or... A wine glass. Or, or a wine glass or... You just look. I get introverted. I'm introverted at that point. I just want to just uh, sit at a table. You know what you do? You look around the room. You don't say anything. You just look around the room. When you find somebody that's glancing your way, smile. And then what? They'll smile back. They may say something. And or... then you go at them, and they think you're a stalker. No. <laughs> Jeez, I'm trying to help here. So smile. Yeah, just smile. All right. Nod your head or smile. Smile yeah. and nod your head. Castor bean plants are bad for you. They will kill you. I've heard that. Daffodils, I just said that. Oleander, that's a shrub, and it's deadly for both people and animals. Wisteria. Really? Mm-hmm, and I love wisteria. I love wisteria, too. Snowdrops. I don't know what those are, but they sound pretty. They are very pretty, but they are very deadly. To um, what? To, to what? Both. People and animals. Mm-hmm. If you eat them, you have to ingest them. Yes. Hyacinth. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Contains calcium oxalate crystals, which are known to cause skin rashes. And as for cats and dogs, they cause intense vomiting, diarrhea, occasionally with blood, depression, and tremors if eaten. These beautiful things can cause all that trouble. Yep. Calla lily. Calla lily. Calla lily's home bloom. Yes. And then and they will they will they will cause oral irritation, intense burning and irritation <laughs> of the mouth, tongues and lips, excessive drooling, vomiting and difficulty swallowing. <laughs> so it's difficulty swallowing. <laughs> I don't wanna have difficulty swallowing. Talking about stuff. That's right, 89.7. Don't forget. All right. (laughs) Okay, knowing it all is not the key. Did we already talk about knowing it all? No. All right. Being a know it all, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I've met some, Mm -hmm. makes one more dominant in a conversation and is not necessary that the other person can relate to the topic. If you find you're doing all of the talking, that's that exactly means... what it says. If you find that you're doing all the talking, <laughs> it will make them uncomfortable. And you'll did you see this before? No, but it sounds like a lecture. It will make them uncomfortable, and you'll never be able to find a common ground when talking to strangers. Avoid dominating the conversation. See, my stepfather was like that. We were used to beg him, beat us, hit us, <laughs> just stop talking just to stop us. Talking. <laughs> I hope he didn't. No, he didn't. No. Um, your task is to, this is your task. Okay. Creating a flow mm-hmm. so that no, so that the other person can connect to you easily. So, so the thing is, with the know-it-all kind of people that I've dealt with in my life. Yeah. When I try to find that crack uh-huh. to get into the conversation and I make a comment it's like I never said anything mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. sometimes someone will just go right on like I you wasn't even exist. there. Yeah. And now when that happens, I very graciously find a way to tie it up and say, well, it's been so nice talking to you and you have a great day and move on. Mm-hmm. And Or you say to get them to really end it, you say, well, wow, that was so interesting talking to you. Thank you. And I, I'll... I'll Hopefully see you again sometime. And then they think, great, she's listened to me and I'm wonderful. And You I have think. to be so nice. Uh-huh. Wow. You don't have a choice, really. 
Oh, yes, you do. <laughs> well, what would you say? <laughs> You're not all that great. What are you? <laughs> You're a fathead. <laughs> a fathead. <laughs> I'm going to have to call my husband a fathead. We'd probably crack up. <laughs> well, you, 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 well, you know what? You, you, you're just a fathead. <laughs> He's probably going to say, yeah, no. Oh, okay. Foxglove's azaleas are not good for you. Foxglove, are they furry? No. I don't know that I know what a foxglove is. But we know what azaleas are. Yes, we do. They're very acidic. All right, now this is a tip to everybody who has a plant. And you've watered it. And all of a sudden, you see these little bugs flying around. Oh, yes. I have that. I have that on my lettuce inside my house. People say there's no way to get rid of those things. You have to get rid of your plant. Well, that's not true. Oh, tell me more. To exterminate bugs on a house plant, put the plant in a clear plastic bag, like a cleaning bag. Add a few mothballs. Seal it for a week. Your plant won't die. When you take the plant out of the bag, your plant's bug-free. But now it smells like my grandmother's closet. I like the so smell of mothballs. You do? I do. Yeah, I wonder if the smell stays on the plant. No. I have my lettuce growing inside, ready to go out, mm -hmm. and I had little, tiny, teeny, teeny you little flies. Yep, mm -hmm. and I thought mm -hmm. they were dirt, and I turned over the leaf, and they're all on the back. I thought, these little flies were not in my house. Where the heck did they come from? Did the they soil. evolve from the soil? And uh, I also know that when you have some kind of bug on your plants, you can make a, a, a mixture of dishwashing liquid mm -hmm. and water, mm -hmm. and then you can wipe the leaves clean, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and the bugs mm -hmm. will, will stay off. That's the least you could do. Don't put Vaseline or any other kind of no, oil on your no, plants. No, 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 no. And a long, 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 long time ago, I used to do that with my ficus or any plants that I had with big leaves, like a philodendron. Or yeah. I would use mayonnaise, <gasps> or is it mayonnaise? What do you say? Either saying? one, either one. Salad dressing. Mayo. So, <laughs> and I would wipe the leaves and make them all glossy. Well. And that's wrong. You suffocated it. Yeah. They can't get any air. No. They can't suck. They the, have pores, they do have too. pores. They yes. do. Yes. They do. So, anyway, try that if you want to. All the right. mothballs do not stay with the plant. The mothballs do not stay with the plant. Just throw them away. They're not com 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 compatible. No. You just throw them away. Mm -hmm. Or do like my husband's father did. What? Put them underneath the seat of your car. What? What? Why? Mothballs? We don't know. <laughs> we just know that he put mothballs underneath the front seat of his car. We never asked why, and he's passed, so we'll never know why. And, and when it, the heat's on, does it really get bad in there? You like mothball smell, so why would you say it gets bad? I don't want it that bad. <laughs> have you ever been in an elevator and smelled mothballs? No. I have. Because someone has their, you know, people used to store their fur coats. Yes. And mothballs yes. or cedar closets mm -hmm. or their winter clothes. They would put, do you switch out your winter clothes and your summer clothes? Not really. So some people, and I actually did this a long, long time ago because I thought you're supposed to. Mm. I would put away all my winter clothes, all my kids' winter clothes, pack them away in boxes. It gets cool in the summer. And and put them away. Mm -hmm. And then put the summer clothes out and then switch them. I have and, them on the shelves. How many clothes do you have? Well, right. And I and I just keep them all together. I just shove the, you know, move the winter stuff over. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, and I do have mm -hmm. one other closet, so I'll put stuff in there. Mm -hmm. Before my husband and I were married, I had two double closets. Wow. And then we got married. And now I have one. <laughs> <laughs> one closet had all my spring and summer stuff, everything. Shoes, everything. The other closet had all my winter and fall stuff. Boots and everything in there. And it was perfect. And the front closet was... Half was my winter coats, the other half was my spring coats, and everything was good in the land of Oz. <laughs> Whoa. And now I have to share. For 21 years now, I share. <sighs> man, oh man. Yeah. Do you think there's any therapy here at WTBR? 
I think this is the therapy. <laughs> All right. Did you figure out the real news? I did. Okay. It's I a high-tech fork that creates a no-slurping zone mm-hmm. or new maple syrup that's non-sticky. So I vote for new maple syrup that's non-sticky. Well, dream on. No, come on. Dream on if you're no. looking for non-sticky maple syrup. But the noise-canceling fork <laughs> no, is real. It cannot be. Yes, it is. It's reported on NPR <laughs> on, on NPR.org on October 25th, 2017. It's been around for a while. Get out. It's a fork there, and it says no slurping. <laughs> and, you, and you use your phone. Your, your phone, and then it just canceled out. All so is it like, like fork canceling? <laughs> like, no, it's like your mouth. Canceling. What do you do? Is it a noise that... This that, is cancel culture, isn't it's, it? Yes. It, is, it is cancel culture. <laughs> so so if you're... If, if So whoever you are that's listening right now, Google the fork... What is it called? No slurping zone, noise canceling High-tech app? fork creating no slurping zone. So you have to buy the fork. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, that, to me, is such a waste. It's a noise-canceling fork. You heard it here on WTBR 89.7. I just take my hearing aids out. Uh, th- there you go. <laughs> you can slurp all you want. You can be a slurper. That should be a song. You, you can be, be a, a slurper. slurper. <laughs> oh, this is just too strange. Yes, and if you want to email us, you know what? We have an email address, and you can talk about Fork slurping at stuffing.com. No, it's stuffing for us at gmail.com. And if you couldn't understand that, it's stuffing for us at gmail.com. As I said in the beginning of the program, it is stuffing for us at gmail.com. Have a great week, everybody. and opinions on this program are those of the hosts and not those of PCTV or WTBR.